0: So this week I explain why the episode is late and for those that have queasy stomachs realize the first part is going to be gross and I also am going to talk about how to look at an emotion in a different way and yeah and for those that celebrated Easter I hope it was what you expected. Living from the bottom to the top is a weekly personal glimpse into my life as a houseless person, living the best I can with what I have. Each week I discuss the ups and downs that happened along with some stories about being on the road as a solo female traveler. I invite you to travel along with me as I strive for my ultimate goal of obtaining a mortgage-free home before I turn 60 in the next four years. So it looks like the week of April 18th is going to be a two episode week. And as I said in my opening, what I'm going to talk about is kind of gross. And if you have a weak stomach or you don't like talking about hearing talk about mouth or anything like that, um, you might want to fast forward quite a bit, um, Probably a good five minutes if I know me and my rambling. But the main reason why I didn't post on Friday was I woke up on Thursday with basically no voice. Um, because my back molar, which is broken, and usually catches things and all that. Um, the gum around it was exceedingly swollen and very, very painful. Um, it obviously was an abscess. Um, and it's amazing what can put you down. Um, and what caused the abscess was we had had rice two nights in a row. Um, C got a a new walk. And was enjoying making, um, the first night we had uh, beef and broccoli. And he did it, for whatever reason, the rice didn't get to his normal standards. I think because he was just so excited, he kind of got in a hurry. So the rice was a little bit crunchy. Um, The first night was not a problem. Uh, The second night he made stir fry, and stir fried rice, and he made it quite spicy. But again, the rice was a little bit on the crunchy side. What I think happened was I ended up with a piece stuck in the broken part of the tooth, point side into the gum line. And I've had this happen before, and I had it happen with a sunflower seed. Excuse me, and. It doesn't take much to, if you already have bad dental health, which I do. Um, so Thursday, it was exceedingly painful. I uh, took some medication. I Like I said, it was swollen enough that it was very hard to talk. And when I did talk, I did try. And my recording was so mu- muffled, it wasn't even worth the effort. And, it, and I was in pain. Um, I spent most of the day doing a salt wash or salt rinse. Which really didn't do anything. Um, because they have to be warm. And I don't want to keep having to heat water just to do a, a warm rinse. Um, but I did find a faster remedy. Um... For me and that is baking soda and water uh, the original recipe that I had found was a quarter cup of baking soda to a cup of water but because I do use it so often and it's and it says used throughout the day um, I use a regular what size water bottle is this uh, a 16 fluid ounce water bottle And I pour out the water into a measuring cup and leave it, pour off until I have exactly two waters, two cups of water. And the extra I pour into my coffee pot, usually. And then using a funnel, I put a half a cup of baking soda into the bottle, followed by like one cup of the water and mix it up until it's all dissolved. And then I add the last cup of water and replace the cap again, and shake it up, and I keep it out of the sun, but I do use it probably four to five times a day, and by doing that, um, it it helps with the pain, and it does help draw everything out, and yes, it tastes disgusting, but... Like I said, when you're in pain, you're pretty much right. you're willing to try anything. And so the rinse is now part of my brushing routine, as I really can't floss because of the number of broken teeth and those that are missing. Um, but it did pop on Saturday morning, and yes, that was the most disgusting thing ever, but at least... I can talk, I can eat, and all of that. So, about, like I said, about five, five and a half minutes. So, um, enough of that. So, the week before last, I told you about how my dad basically blew me off about how important getting me my debit card was. Um, I had talked to him. Sunday the uh, third about my card and he said he'd get it out on Monday then he calls me on Tuesday and asks what the address is because on Sunday when I asked him if he had my address he said yes and then Tuesday he couldn't find his address book And why he couldn't just call me on Monday, I don't know. But anyways, um, told me he'd get it out on Wednesday. It wasn't here by Friday. And I had bills I needed to pay. Um, So I called him on the 9th. And I'm sure I woke him up from his nap and that's the only reason he answered his phone. And I asked him about it. And he's like, oh, I got that mailed out yesterday. He mailed it out on Friday. Yeah. So now I have two bills that are basically. um, Two accounts are canceled until I can get them paid. Because the money I would have paid them, I had to pay for other things. And... I still have to pay my taxes. I was very upset. And I'd actually, you know, I depended on him to actually follow through with what he said. Um, And it really upset me. I mean, I was, as I told C, I was angry. I was beyond pissed off. And, but this, she's like, no, you're extremely disappointed in him. I'm like, no, I'm angry. And he's like, you need to actually think about what you're saying. So, I contemplated what C had to say. And, as usual, C was right. Um... Yeah, I was calling it anger, but it was the extreme disappointment in my father because he used to be a person of his word. And ever since he got with her, it comes to me, his word doesn't mean anything. It, it's like, I don't matter. I'm a girl and I don't fit into her perceived um, expectations. Because I know for a fact, had it been either one of my brothers, he'd have had that out the next day, if not that the day that he got it. Because he knows their addresses. And if they had said, I'm looking for this, he'd be like, oh, okay. And he'd look for it. And as soon as it showed up, he'd mailed it off to them. And I know for a fact he either knows their addresses by heart. Has them saved in his phone. Even though he doesn't text supposedly. He has my address saved. Or in a text. If he'd look. Because he doesn't text me. There's like four messages. From me to him. Nothing from him to me. And. He always needs me to give me give him my address, even though it's never changed in the last two years. So, either way, it was here on Wednesday, and found out why it took him so long, because instead of putting it in a security envelope that I know that they have, and just putting a stamp or two on it, and putting it in the mailbox right down the stairs from his front door and put the flag up. He went to the post office and got one of those fancy $2 padded envelopes covered in pink flowers. And I despise the color pink with a passion. And then he paid almost another $2 to have it sent to me. Why? Why spend $4? On sending something that could have been filtered because, oh, look, it's in a padded envelope. It must be something important. Instead of just sending it in a regular envelope. Like it came in. I mean, I just don't understand. And why wait so long? He knew I needed that card before I ended up with some late fees. And now, I like I said, I have two bills waiting for renewal. That I can't do right now because of the late fees and the taxes I owe. I mean, I'm grateful for getting my card, but. Damn. Really? You couldn't just follow through with what you said? I don't know if it's her just making it impossible for him to actually follow through for me. Or if it's just him just not understanding anymore, that that's my bank account. I mean, it's the only way I have to do a lot of things. Yes, I have a a cash app and a cash app card that I was able to finagle into getting. Because of the way I put my address, which is a P.O. box. And they're like, oh, can't use P.O. box, gotta have a physical address. Well, I found a workaround. Barely. So, yeah. Needless to say, I'm still doing a lot of shadow work. And a lot of it is dealing with my parents. My mother, who has passed on. And my father, that just is like, basically, I'm guessing, trying to disown me or distance himself from me. And he keeps asking me how Ruby's running. Um, hello? It's been a year. She hasn't ran for a year now. And you knew this. No, I didn't. Every time you talk to me, I tell you this. Again, asks me about Boyd. Boyd's been gone since last September. You know? You're either not listening to what I'm saying, you're forgetting what I'm saying, or you just don't give a shit. So there's that. Um... For those on Twitter, if you follow or you should, um, Cosmic Tyron, and if I said your name wrong, I'm so sorry. Um, she's just recently kind of started her own podcast and she asked to for interviews and I put it out there that, yeah, I was willing to be interviewed. So I'm... I believe the third episode and I will put the link in the description of this episode along with a couple other things and uh yeah you can go listen to it what I did not realize at the time and that was my fault for not really going and looking through her profile like I normally do is she's in South Africa I probably would have done the interview a little bit differently because way we did it was um she gave me the questions and then she had me do my sound bites and I have a program on the computer when the computer is charged that I can manipulate a little bit I just haven't quite figured out how to do it for my own podcast yet and I also prefer it to be more authentic um my voice and, you know, not edit it so that you get exactly what is going on. Um, The other thing is I did not call my father for Easter. I saw no point in it. I'm the only one making the phone calls. So as they say, phones go both ways and he'll either call me eventually or at some point I will call him because I have to. But, uh, yeah, I would have probably done some of my interviews a little bit different, or answered my questions a little bit differently had I realized she was in South Africa and didn't know a lot about the United States. But I did pique her interest on some things, and it it was fun. It was really fun. And last week, I had an opportunity present itself. Um, not really going to say a whole lot about it, till I know it's actually complete. Um, because I've had opportunities kind of like this, that have fallen through, or I've been scammed. Um, this time it's not a scam. I actually talk to the person face to face. Um, but Whether or not they follow through is where I'm at right now. I'm putting it to the universe that they do. And it's actually a step towards the direction I want to go. And it was something I hadn't really thought about until they brought it up. So all positive thoughts are appreciated. And I should know by the end of this week one way or the other but like I said it did get me thinking about my ultimate goal and the steps I need to get there and I'm taking this as the universe is moving me a step ahead at least in my thinking and like I said um, I should know by the end of the week one way or the other as for my weekly goals yeah. I fell short. Way short. Um, I didn't have any sales last week. Well, that isn't quite right either. I had sales, but payment won't isn't going to be due until May. At least I'll be able to pay a couple of bills then and not have any late fees for them. I also got about 500 words written for my story on my book. Um, Although I do have character names now and kind of what they look like. About the only goal that I really completed is working to get into the habit of brushing my teeth every single day. And they say it takes 21 days to get into a habit. And by the end of the month, I should have that habit. Um, even with the disgustingness of Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I did was brushing my teeth, even though it hurt like hell. Um, because of that, I started looking to see if I could get antibiotics online, which of course you can't. I mean, you can get over-the-counter, but not for what you actually need. Um, At least not the strength that you need. But in doing that, I did find a couple online dentists that do telehealth. Uh, the one is actually in the state of California, or has dentists in the state of California, and they can prescribe antibiotics and send that prescription to whatever pharmacy. So since I already know I need to get rid of it, any infections that I may have in my teeth and my jaw and my gum line, um, I'm seriously looking into that. Um, the main thing is if you're not a member, it's thir- $40. And if you're a member, each visit is like and then you have a $9 fee every month. But the way I'm looking at it is, okay, if I can get the infection cleared up in my gum line and all that, then it's worth the the money. And if they can, you know, say this is who you need to see in your area for your sleep therapy, to have your teeth pulled, Um, because I want to get them pulled at the end of the year. And then take the year to let my gums heal and then get get the dentures. They actually, most dentists just want to slap them back on once you get them pulled while your gums are swollen. So that when they actually, you know, get done swelling and all that, the dentures don't fit. You have to keep coming back. I, I'm terrified of dentists. And if I don't have to go to a dentist to get realigned, then I don't want to do it. So yes, I'll get them pulled at the end of the year. I'll wait the six to 12 months till my gum line is done swollen and it's where it needs to be. And then I'll go in and they can fit my teeth because they're not going to be drilling and pulling and prodding my gums to get the teeth out because they're gone. And like I said, I will not do implants. I It just makes me cringe every time I see. I mean, that's great for people that can do the implants. I'm glad you can do them. I can't. I, I can't think. Just the thought of that makes my skin crawl. So, um... The other thing was because of how swollen my back gum was. um, I really wasn't able to chew anything. Which meant I either was going to go hungry. Or I had to figure out something exceedingly soft. And had some nutrition to it. So I made... Myself homemade cream of potato and spinach soup. I had found a recipe for the base cream base um, that used powdered milk and cornstarch. So I made myself up some time ago a little jar of that. The one thing that I messed up because it had been so long since I've done that is. Um, you're supposed to put the amount into cold water, make your, basically they call it a slurry, make your slurry, and then bring it to a boil to activate the starch, corn starch. I blew it in the fact that I boiled my water and then put it in. And so I ended up with clumps. Um, I got most of them out because I, you know, stirring it, um. I mashed my potatoes pretty good and cut my spinach up real as fine as I could. And it was fresh spinach and put all that in there together and let it cook down to where it pretty much, I didn't have to chew anything. I could just like let it slide down my throat. But it also tells me that i can I will be eating a lot of soup after I get my teeth pulled um, you know anything that minimal chewing and if I have to get pre uh, blenderized food um I'll do that so I'm enjoying what foods I can right now, knowing that. For a year, I may not be eating a lot of, you know, it'll be like applesauce instead of apples, um, sauces and soups and puree and you know, super super soft things that don't need teeth, and that may mean I my sweet tooth is just gonna have to deal with it. The other thing is I have to make a correction. I said in my last episode that the interest rate on the loans for C was 19%. Um, That was very, very incorrect. Um, He informed me, no, actually it's 109% interest. So yeah, now I understand why C is freaked out and saying that we're going to starve or we're going to live off of noodles. And it's like, no, um, we, we, will, you know, we can, we have rice, we have beans, we can do that. Um, our food bill is going to get cut quite a bit. The dogs cannot and the cats, uh, sees pets basically can't, they, they, they eat better than us. And they always have, um, There's a couple bills that didn't get paid because of these loans. But I understand why he wants them paid off as soon as possible. And he has doctor's appointments this week. And he may be stopping back at there. At the uh, repair place. Because they replaced the water pump. But she's still gurgling. So we're not sure if something's not correct they didn't time it right they didn't purge it something isn't right and if you're paying thirty four hundred dollars for repairs they should be right um and he'll be staying down there because it's just with the price of gas it's not worth him coming back up here and then having to turn around and go back down the next day. So he'll go down Tuesday, stay the night, come back on Wednesday. Um so my goals for this week are to get at least five thousand words written on my story. Um sell twenty five items at thirty dollars each and it if at all possible after getting My bills paid and all that. Um, Getting a pair of new glasses. Because I need to have... Right now I have two sets. I have my up and close. And then I have my distance glasses. And I actually need to have both at the same time. And the reason I have two sets is because it was cheaper. And my dad was paying for them when I got them. And that's been going on four years now so I'm also debating taking some of my photos of the Mojave and turning them into coloring pages and or possibly a coloring book to sell um, would like your opinion on that um, if you think it's a good idea bad idea what you would want to see you know what pictures do you think would be great of the mojave i mean i have pictures of the planes from edwards that fly over us i have sunsets i've kind of played around with looking at how they came out i'm still looking into a couple different apps on how to change the photos into coloring pages um, i actually have to look finish watching a YouTube video on how to do it in Word which might actually be the better way to go I don't know at this point um, but yeah um, any ideas that you guys have with, you know what I should take pictures of to turn into coloring pages or What you would pay, you know, what photographs would you like to see to pay for, or something like that. I'm looking for all different ways of making money. Um, Anybody that's into rock tumbling, I have, there is a bunch of different stones. I have red granite, I have regular granite, I have quartz, um, I have desert varnished quartz, I have rocks. I don't even know what they are. Um, a lot of it's got pyrite. You know, um it's not clear quartz. Um some of it's white quartz, some of it it's not rose quartz, but there's definitely iron in it. Um I know there's some slate and stuff like that. And on to the card. This month I'm using Colette Baron Reed's The Enchanted Map Oracle deck. For those that don't know, I am a huge fan of Colette Baron-Reed. I have four of her many decks, which I rotate through out the year. And depending on the deck that I'm using for the month, the question I ask does change. The question this month is, what does my audience and I need to focus on this coming week? And the card is number 17, Ghostlands, And I do read from the book just because I'm not confident enough in my interpretations as of yet the quote for this card is you can learn from the past and imagine a beautiful future but you must live in the here and now and the meaning of the card is whenever you set your sights too far ahead you run the risk of losing your footing but rarely do the The present and the future match up exactly on the enchanted map that is your life story. The future has no substance right now. It's a place that has no grounding as of yet. You can't live there, yet you can take measured steps towards a goal or dream. These steps are important now. The same goes for nostalgia. You can look into the past wistfully and remember beautiful moments or revisit lessons learned. However, you can't live there, nor can you go back and change what was. Yesterday is gone forever. Live fully in the present. The now is the most powerful place to put your attention. Its magic reaches out in every direction, further than the heart and soul can see. And I will post a picture of the card on my Kofi page. There you can view the card and not be a member, but I'd be ecstatic if you would follow me. Normally, I would do a Mojave moment and my new followers, but I will catch up on those on Friday. If you liked or found this episode interesting, please share it with your friends or anyone you think might like it. Or if you find my voice annoying, subject matter was disgusting, then share it with your enemies. Either way, please share. Every listen gets me a small amount from the Anchor platform. Uh, Comments are welcome. Just please be respectful. There is a difference between having an opinion and straight up hate. Any hate will not be tolerated and will be deleted with no discussion. Artwork for Living from the Bottom to the Top is by Nikki. And her link is in the description of this episode. And... Rogue out.